Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Carol McCracken, and after a short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Ephesians 2.10. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Numbers can be beneficial in showing the extent of something. For example, in a graduating class, how many graduated with you? Or you work for a company with how many employees? Or you go to church with how many members? Or you had a baptism of how many people? Or you had how many children attend Sunday school? Many times, if you're running an entity, you can even be reviewed on how many people attend. It may even affect your salary or promotion potential. Consider the scholarly estimate that over 2 million Israelites were wandering, which is a vast amount of people in the desert. Or when plague struck in the Old Testament and killed over 24,000 people at one time. But these massive numbers don't show the other side of the coin, the uniqueness of God's people. In the book of Esther, we meet an orphan girl tended to by her Jewish cousin Mordecai. He treated her as his own daughter. God placed her exactly where he wanted in history with some unique gifts. She was pleasing to the eye and had no control over her looks as God created her genetics. Scripture tells us she had a lovely figure and was beautiful, enough so that when the Persian king needed a new wife, Esther had the beauty God equipped her with to stand out. God gave her wise counsel in the form of a cousin so that she understood her Jewish heritage. Esther was an intelligent and pretty orphan the Lord equipped to save an entire Jewish nation. She was one person in the figurative army God raised up for his kingdom on earth. She was unique, but she was one. In today's Bible verse, the Apostle Paul writes to believers in Ephesus, which is modern-day Turkey, and other churches. Paul was writing to grow these believers so they would realize what God wanted for the churches composed of believers in Jesus. God equipped believers with gifts to minister to one another. 
The church was to be a place of unity, unity of individuals, uniquely gifted to serve the purposes of the kingdom of God on earth. To give you some context, the Gospels had not been written yet. The believers had basic knowledge then, and an oral tradition existed. This is cutting-edge information from Paul, and this letter would have been read in church. Scholars feel like Paul was probably writing this letter from jail because historically, only two people were being worshipped, Caesar and God. While our Queen Esther supported God worship as the Almighty only God, Caesar did not want to share his earthly throne and surrounded himself with people who protected his throne or they were punished. And then there was Paul, one person in jail. But he reminds the readers of his letters of who they are in Christ. He speaks to them and us of being God's handiwork. This ancient Greek word for handiwork is poema. It conveys the idea that we're God's beautiful poem. The Jerusalem Bible translates the word workmanship as a work of art. God created something beautiful in us. We're his creation. We're also created to do good works. All of this is to further the kingdom of God which simply means the rule of Jesus Christ on earth and in heaven and the blessing and advantages that flow from our living God. Our good works are evidence of a life with Christ. And those good works were something God created us to do. They were not meant for us to keep to ourselves. And to be active in those good works, God gave us specific gifts to enable us to do those good works. In other words, he equipped us. Could Caesar who wish to be worshipped as a God, equip us in such a way? Think about what it took to get you. God had to start from the beginning of time to select just the right ancestors to get to the perfect combination of your birth. Think about all the connecting and arranging and people having to be in the right place at the right time to get the specific variety of circumstances to get you. Think of the genetics that had to come into place with straight hair, curly hair, hair color, height, and everything else that makes you, including your personality. Again, could Caesar do that? But God wanted a you, just like you, to do only what you can do. Yes, he wants you to have an abundant life. Scripture tells us so. But he wants others you encounter, gave birth to, or are friends with to have the same. You have your own circle of influence that God gave you. And you have an assignment from God that he gave only you. And he equipped you for it. You and I are unique for a reason. God created us just as he wanted with the gifts he equipped us with to further his kingdom. God thinks so much of you that he designed a special calling just for you. And he doesn't call us to something and then leave us to find our own way. His purposes and overall plan are being worked out all around us. Even when we don't see it from our perspectives as one person, he created us to be part of his plan and to do what he called us to do before we were formed in our mother's womb. It takes many unique people made just the way God chose to come together in the place and time God put us. We can't get lost in the enormous numbers of God's plan because he didn't just lump us together to be a big number he could talk about. We are special and unique and gifted to do his work. 
only you can be the you God wanted you to be for him. So if you were in a graduating class, how many graduated with you? You were one of the ones in that number. Or if you work for a company, how many employees? You were one of the ones of those employees. Or if you go to church with how many members? You were one of the ones. Or you had a baptism of how many people? Someone was one of the ones. Or you had how many children attend class on a Sunday morning? Someone was one of the ones. You get it. And you can't have a large number without having the ones. And all of those ones are unique. Ephesians 2.10 is a verse that helps us to recognize the potential we all have as individuals, as the ones. This verse reminds us that regardless of who we are or where we come from, we all possess unique talents and traits that make us special and genuinely invaluable because we are God's handiwork. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your creation and for us being part of that creation. Help us to see how unique and wonderful we are because we're exactly as you wanted us to be. Help us to understand the work that you created us to do. Some of us know it to God without a doubt and some of us are seeking. Help those of us that are seeking to take that next right step and even to discover our gifts. We are precious in your name, Lord. Help us not be just words, but help us to understand exactly what that means because you love us so much. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.